Hi, I'm Katie Page. And I'm Paul Ashton. And we made a comedy feature film called This Isn't Funny that Maria Menunos and Kevin Undergaro helped us produce. Along with us, it stars Anthony LaPaglia, Eddie Gathegi, Mimi Rogers, David Pasquese, Chia Caridis, and Danielle Panabaker. And it features some hilarious stand-up comedy from Beth Stelling, Ahmed Barucha, Will Weldon, and Katie. And you can stream the film right now in the U.S. store of iTunes, on Google Play, and at Amazon. And if you like it, please tell your friends, share it, and rate it. Thanks so much, guys. AfterBuzz TV, over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hello everyone and welcome to another after show for Breaking Ground right here on AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Kathy Kelly. You are. The guy that messed up. Yeah, I messed up. Mark Donica. Yeah, we should just start over. I'm totally kidding. Don't start over. Uh, hi, <laughs> uh, I'm the Internet Soapbox Mark Donica. You can follow me on Twitter at SoapboxMark. Uh, I'm going to be in the chat. And if you're using hashtag ABTV Breaking Ground, we can look at all those comments as well. Whoa! 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 Sitting Whoa. next to Mark Donica, Brandon Taylor. Still getting used to that. For the third week in a row, despite the complaints of the hobo, I'm back again today. Wow. Good. He what did he not, say? He does not want me here. He thinks that I'm boring. What a jerk. He He's entitled to his own opinion. I mean, hopefully don't tell him that I said that. But. No, like, hopefully you can duck out of here before he gets in. There's like a, there's a little buffer between where this ends and where the next show begins where I think we can transition well, nicely without any what fighting. I was just thinking about it. I don't think I've ever seen you guys in the room at the same time. I think Do you plan great. that on purpose? We should. No, no, no. It's, it's, I'm sure it's just a... Just a happenstance thing. It's not actually, you yeah. know, because we're not. We are, but, you know, it's just one person moves and the other person comes in and just revolving door. Yeah. This is yeah. really, really insane. Crazy. Stop. This is Can't my life. Yeah. This is totally normal to me. <laughs> Weird. Anyways, <laughs> this episode of Breaking Ground, for me at least, I felt like this was the most uh, action that we've gotten to see um, definitely the most interesting and um, followed the right stories, I guess. Well, yeah, because they, instead of doing, here's a bunch of people, look, look at what they're doing, here's a bunch of people. It was, it was the storyline of Texas, mm-hmm. which had multiple people. Texas and not Texas. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> exactly. Well, it was one Texas and then Josh, which, which was the storyline of what's happening at the center. It was just one person instead of multiple people. So I think right. they're they're, st- they're they've really started to feel out the the reality storyline thing, mm-hmm. and and it's it's working a little bit better. That's how it should be. I mean, it all shakes out. You really should just sort of focus on two or three things per episode to mm-hmm. really give you an idea of of linear flow. And we really sort of got that with this episode finally, and it feels like it's starting to get the ball rolling yeah. on something that is easier to watch. We're still seeing bits and pieces trickling over from past episodes, which I yeah. think is good because then it ties it all in. In case you missed our last after show, we had oh. Brittany Fetkin sitting right here, who you guys know as Devin Taylor, giving us insight into uh, what it was like at the Performance Center when she was there. And, and um, the moment that we saw on the show. Yeah. yeah. Crazy. Um, but tonight's episode, we start off with a little bit of Dana Brooke, and then we get into Josh, as mm-hmm. you mentioned. Um, we see Matt Bloom suggesting yoga for him. No, uh, no, no. Not suggesting. No. He said mandatory, mandatory, mandatory yoga. yoga. You do not have a choice. Yes. That's interesting. I think that's actually a fairly healthy thing to introduce into their physical curriculum, as it really helps the upkeep of the human body Stretching over long and... periods of time, and it, it do you think increases they do endurance. DDP yoga? You know what? I wouldn't be surprised. It seems to work for a lot of other people, and I know a lot of wrestlers who use it. I haven't gotten into it myself, but it's not that I haven't. I think I I think I think Joe got it to you. Yeah, 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 I I do have. Actually, no, yeah, because you got it and then gave me the the DVDs in legal. He he bought me a copy of the DVDs. I let him borrow it legally. Legally. 
don't don't give me a cutter. Internet. Any But you skipped right over uh, Sarita. Oh yeah, just at the top with the whole. Just I think as it's the because button. I already knew that she yeah. was there. But it was wasn't, just cool to see her to super quick. It's like Sarah Stock. Hey, awesome, very cool. Yeah, and just like seeing her in a teacher capacity for up and comers, which yeah. is cool. And yep. I know I I believe Sarah Del Rey is also on the road as well, doing mm-hmm. some of the shows out there. But she still is heavily involved with the Divas Division down at NXT, and oh, Sarita only adds to that because of her experience. I mean, if you guys know her from TNA, mm-hmm. um, I'm sorry, what she <laughs> you mean, you mean uh, other independent uh, One of my productions good around the Thea world? Trinidad was her tag partner, which is pretty cool. That's they were cool. great together. Um, but uh, getting back to Josh, uh, we see later in the episode as well, William Regal telling him uh, to kind of change it up because on Tough Enough, we saw he was the Yeti. Oh, that is his Yeti. character. Yay. And he said he's he's kind of had that moniker his entire, not just his career, but since he was in high school. So he's built this persona, this brand, but is it getting too tired? Right. It's It becomes difficult to change because it's very, it's kind of, I don't want to call it sedentary because it, it sort of moves, but after a while it stops growing. It just sort of is you. And when and you that, are you, it's hard to change what you do. Especially if, if, especially saying I've been this for so long, that already senses, that already gives the idea of, oh, so you're, you're. That sounds like you're tired of it. That well, sounds like we should be tired of he's that. He's not tired of no, it, though. No, I know. And he's, he didn't well, present no, he, it the right way. He just can't separate himself from mm-hmm. it. He can't live without it at this point. He, yeah, it he, is him, and he is it, and he can't fathom the idea of uh, disconnecting himself from which it. Which is and, crazy, because we saw in the last episode Sami Zayn saying he built this character his entire career, and that character was really freaking over, but even in, and then he has to disconnect from that. Agreed, but even in this episode, the storyline of this episode, even though it was just kind of a little feature, we got to we whoever didn't see the E30 special uh, saw Tyler Breeze talking about the creation of Tyler Breeze, or else he was done. Mm-hmm. And right. we saw Mike. We saw the little clips of Mike Dalton from from FCW, and and seeing just seeing that at the tip to go. Here's a guy who's been who's done so many things, and isn't necessarily super connected to anything that he's he's done but he knows what he has to do in order to succeed yeah and the the successful guys are the ones that are you know they're not tied to these characters even though they could have something great it could be awesome it's not working mm-hmm. and they have to change they have to evolve and you know yeah. like you mentioned Tyler Breeze Tensai. Sammy Zane Tensai. Tensai like all of these people are people that constantly changed to fit into what worked. And that's very much the theme of of this episode to a degree and the story of Josh over the course of this episode. So Mm -hmm. much is changing in his life. He's just moved to Florida. In fact, he's sort of not even... He doesn't even have his own space yet. He's He's looking... Right. He's looking for a place... To, to call his his home with his family, yeah. uh, trying to bring them down to Florida, and he doesn't even have his banking situation uh, resolved because uh, Bloom was talking about that as well. You've got mm-hmm. two weeks to get it together. Two weeks. And after that, you can really start to, to sink your teeth into what it is mm-hmm. being down here. Because, I mean, after those two weeks, it really is a full-time thing where you get one day off a week if you're lucky. Yeah. And, you know, we've talked to some of the NXT talent where you get the Sunday off, but then sometimes the Sundays are on the road or... Mm-hmm. You know, you're doing media or there's an extra charity event and you don't get that time to do your laundry, let alone go to a bank that's closed on a Sunday. (laughs) That's why you really have to love this stuff because it's a lifestyle. They keep on saying that. It's a lifestyle. It's not something that is for everyone. It's something that you have to be passionate about. You have to love. It's not a job. It's your whole being. They're they're building on there's a consistent Story that was introduced from the very first episode of Triple H saying some people make it, some people don't. It's all about this, that, and the other thing. And especially with focusing on Dana last week 
and how much he's like it's especially for for the women where it's like we have to have this done we have to have that done we have to make sure our hair is I mean not no surprise photo, photo <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like kind of debunked that yeah I was but, happy I mean, she did <laughs> but even even so just the 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 fact that you have to have you have to do so much I mean and honestly, now we're we're at an episode with Josh where he's starting to learn about how much he actually does have to do instead of just focusing about being on TV every yeah. week to Dana's point. That is how I feel in Hollywood. No, I feel true. like I constantly have to look good, and if my hair is not done or my makeup's not done or whatever, I'm going to, you know, potentially miss out on an opportunity because you never know when you're going to randomly be standing next to a casting director at Starbucks or have a meeting or an audition. Like, I've had, you know, 20 minutes notice for auditions like hey can you get to the opposite end of town and being in gym clothes and having to have a dress in my trunk of my car like yeah you gotta be ready yeah yeah i mean it's it's just you're constantly going 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 it's the entertainment business it's your business it's it's my business it's our business hey um i'm included you, you are included um now you're the producer so hey of it. i got a thing <laughs> on my shirt that says i work here um but it's 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 really massively rewarding. Oh, Despite completely. the go, go, yeah. go, my happiest weeks are the ones where I don't have any days off at all. Oh, th- <laughs> that is for me as well. Like, you just have that adrenaline rush that gets you through it, and you're on, like, two hours of sleep a night, yeah. and you're still so freaking happy and excited yeah. to be alive. Like, Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm lucky that right now my current schedule has my massive shows on Wednesday, in the middle of the week, in the middle of everything, to where I have to fade up to all of this madness, well, madness, but but busy schedule from the beginning of the week and at the end of the week, but it rises to this crescendo of getting able to talk about wrestling and NXT yeah. with the NXT team, the best wrestling team on After Buzz TV, according to us. Uh, <laughs> and our moms. And our yeah. mothers, some fathers, uh, wherever they are. But the, um, <laughs> the that was for me. Uh, I know where he is. Uh, I don't. He's at the bar. He's getting cigarettes. But the, <laughs> cigarettes. Um, it's been several, like twenty years now. Several years ago. But uh, and then I have have one at the end. But either way, what I'm trying to say is like, I agree. The madness helps kind of put everything into perspective. And sometimes when it's slow, you can't think of it not being yeah. crazy. That's yeah. why wrestlers have a hard time slowing down or stopping mm-hmm. because the madness is their normal. I figure that's why they go to Hollywood because it's <laughs> yeah. all, it's if anything, <laughs> it's just a, it's a fade out because yeah. people are like you, you did that in one take. That's amazing. Right. That's fantastic. And you do your own stuff. It's the same. Whoa! It's the same. Go go go. Only you don't get your ass kicked as hard. So and you get a couple of nice. weeks and then a break. And Maybe. it's not constant. It's Maybe. not like just three hours. And, yeah. Right. Except for Rod. I remember Roddy Piper would just go. He would mm-hmm. not stop. He'd have thing after thing after thing after thing. He would not ever stop when he was out here. Oh, man. Yeah, so to look. I don't know what to do with myself if I have a day off. I'm like, oh, I should do a YouTube video or something. (laughs) That's what I used to do, but I'm like, I just want to play. My vacation, (laughs) I'm flying to New York to work. (laughs) Who does that? Oh yeah, that's pretty funny. uh, Getting back to the show, uh, let's talk more about it. Well, no, I mean, I think it's 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 great to to have this perspective. I think we're we're all on different aspects. Literally, we're all we're in three different places in the industry in in an industry. Very, very similar to this, and I, I think it's it's uh, just it's necessary, yeah. especially for for this show. It's necessary to have that perspective, right? But I would not FaceTime in a Walmart. I'm saying that right now. That I was like, cool, you get to see your daughter. Why did you you did that at a Walmart? Was that a sponsorship plug? Because they sure showed that prominently. That iPhone, on just the, like oh, well, look the, at my not the iPhone. iPhone, the Walmart plaque on the front of the shopping. I don't cart. think that was on purpose. I think mm-hmm. he was just like, uh, could, they could have done it in the car. I think they were just saying. When, it's like, call me back in a second. When right. you're a father, when you're, like, you want to talk to them wherever you are. I know, like, and that's why that. that's why and I'm cool really, with That's what I'm saying, I. I respect that so much more than, you know, the dad that's like, oh, I'll call you back later. And it's, like, after bedtime or something. <laughs> but then it's like, uh, then you saw all the people walking by. You don't know if they were looking at a dude who was talking loudly in a Walmart or I a dude who was on camera. Or, or a, a dude, dude that's <laughs> eight feet tall and, like, right. has a freaking man bun. Where was he? Did he show up on camera? Uh, just because he's not tall to you doesn't mean he's not tall. Fair all right? Um I call him dad. <laughs> there he is! Found him! So. His first promo... <clears throat> no. Oh, it, it reminded yeah. me very much so of what he had been doing on Tough Enough. And that 
really for all of the the people that were competing this past season, they were doing call to actions to get people to vote for them. And that was what this promo was. He's like, Yeti Nation, stand up. Is, uh, vote for me without the vote for me thing. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. different when you're when you're talking to an audience versus when you're talking uh, you're talking to a competitor. Yeah, yeah. This, it didn't really have any direction. I yeah, I don't know if, if he just, they said just said things. go say some words. Um, it just say it some words and we'll and we'll mold it, it from there. Maybe I don't Let's know. I mean, everybody has to have a jumping off point. Yeah. So it's like go do something, and they did it, and they went. You don't need to do. Not that he did well, more. Well, they said he had ten more. weeks to work on it as well. Right. Yeah, but it, it sounded like it sounded like a tough enough video. Mm-hmm. Right. It just it lacked it lacked enthusiasm. It lacked character. character it it lacked relatability. Yeah. It, 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 and it this just is lacked what, human human things. This is what shows that tough enough didn't necessarily prepare these people for what to expect down at developmental. While he, you know, the promos that you're doing on tough enough, he was one of the best at them to rally people and get people to vote for him. That's not necessarily going to translate into. Um, a wrestling promo. Yeah. I really wanted mm-hmm. to see, though, they kept panning to ZZ and just showing ZZ's reaction to him cutting a promo. I wanted to see ZZ cut a promo back to back to Josh. Oh my gosh, I want to see ZZ like, cut a promo. Yeah, we haven't seen him yet. I, he, Josh looks like such a dick when he calls out ZZ, and I just want ZZ to step up and assert himself powerfully in the one area that Josh lacks. I just just wonder, to get him. I wonder he, he if, can if, talk. He well, can. I wonder if he's going to be able to talk and have something succinct or like whatever, or he's just going <laughs> to... He was our longest interview. Right, he's right. just you going to, to go there and then not have anything planned and completely bomb. Hmm. Because I could see you both ways, honestly. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. Um, yeah. I, think, I think if he does the same thing that Josh does as in terms of intent. If he goes up there as a starting point with him, and he gets to bear himself to that, to he's like, a bear. He's a bear, he's not a, bear. a ring bear. He's but he's just a bear. <laughs> um, but if he gets a chance to bear himself to that camera, like we saw in the pro, like the 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 training camp or yeah. the the, the yeah. tryout camp, then I think he's gonna he's gonna have more to jump off of. Right. Whoever than Josh does. does a promo against ZZ first can end it like. See you later, alligator wrestler. Ho, ho. It was fine. It was fine without the wrestler. We got it. <laughs> I'm gonna no. I'm gonna send you back. I know. I'll. <laughs> I'm gonna send you back to school so you can relearn your A to ZZs. Double Zs. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have any talent. You make everybody Z Z Z Z. Can we skip this part? I'm just gonna keep yeah, shut up, Zach. Letting you Thank bury you. Thank yourself. You so just keep digging. That. What did you guys think of, of Josh's second promo? Obviously, there was some improvement. Better. But do you think that it? He had like the first half, and then he lost it. Yeah, <laughs> no, because there was that pause, and it was just like, yeah. Okay, I'll I'll go from here. But starting out with the, with the cocky, I'm the winner. I have this, and you don't. It's that- like. Go, Ooh, okay, go, and go. ready for the yeti. Like <laughs> that's 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 a little bit that's a little bit cheesier, I but could, it's it's a start. I could definitely see the coaches getting angry that he's not taking direction because yes, because he, he was told it. he was told to to drop the yeti or mm-hmm. try not to be as tied to it, and it's okay. I mean, this is where you're supposed to practice, so it's okay if you try something different and it doesn't work, and then they say go back to the Yeti, but just right. at least show that you're versatile and have multiple characters as it's... opposed to being tied down to this one thing. Mm-hmm. Because, I, I mean, you could be given a different gimmick at the drop of a hat, and then if you don't know how to do anything else, you're screwed. Guess yeah. what? We're revealing who the bunny is, and it's gonna be you. <laughs> Deal with it. <laughs> yeah. Even though, let's not talk. I, I wonder when that's, the, when that's going to show bunny. up on TV. Cause it looks I like talk the Don, about Donnie Darko bunny. It looks like that yeah. or something from Five Nights at Freddy's, which I, I think is what they're trying to go for. Mm. It's it, You just need to get through the fear. And uh, there's some, there, in the ring, you're, you do get scared, but they teach you not to be scared of physical things. Uh, pretty much in any sport. So he's a football player, so he's not afraid to, to go out there and throw himself at things. That's fine. Yeah, but, like he was like, wait, room, yeah, right. awesome. Bearing your soul on camera is way scarier because that's 
totally you. It's just you. And I think, actually, that what he should do, what Josh should do, is cut his next promo saying the Yeti's dead and just start over. Just completely start from scratch and talk about anything else but that. I'm like, I know it was the end of the show, but I'm really surprised that we didn't see any any of the people like Regal or, or Katz go, "Hey, we we told you to drop the Yeti." We might see that next week. Yeah, and, they'd like and I their think that they're alluding to it as well. Yeah, it was, it, it, since it was the last thing, it'll probably be the tag like we got on the top of this episode, or like we've been getting on the top of episodes from what happened last week as sort of a wrap-up, so yeah. probably. I mean, that that one part where he did say, I won a quarter of a million dollars and you didn't. Like, there you go. Kind of million-dollar man there. Oh, yeah, well. I'm better than you. That's strong. It's strong. It's something to dislike about somebody. Mm-hmm. But then he, I think he tried to save it at the end. Like, he tried to be likable at the end after saying, I'm better than you. It's, it's very like difficult. you like me. We'll, we'll kind of talk about this because it seems like Baron Corbin really enjoys being booed, but for most people, we have this innate feeling that we need to be liked. Yeah. So being a heel as your your character is sometimes difficult because you don't like that the people saying that they hate you even though that's what you're supposed to be doing. But at the same time, if you try to be liked and you try too hard, people will dislike you. Roman Reigns. Well, a lot of other people. True, but I'm just, I'm just right. what's, what's happening right so now. So it's it's one of those things of you either have to just be you and have people like you and you not care, or you enjoy people not liking you. You yeah. can't you can't try to have people like you. You just have to be you, and they'll like you. And you have to under like. I don't think he understands what like the heel's role, the heel's purpose yet. Like, because if because if he's like, all right, if this isn't working, and he, I, he's he's still trying to be himself. He's not trying to be a character yet. Right. So if he if he understands like you can you can tell the people who love being a heel like Punk like being a heel, Jericho likes being mm-hmm. a heel because it allows you to really get. A, a reaction out of the crowd and and some people want to be cheered but like we know Kevin Owens loves Kevin Owens oh my god so oh, yeah. Um, good. yeah so he he doesn't understand if if he understands that I can still get a good reaction out of people especially like we saw backstage in the Texas and we'll talk about it even if you're a heel that gets a reaction out of the people in the back like a positive reaction of look at how good he's working look at look at what he's that's awesome so he has to he doesn't he doesn't I don't think he understands the role yet. He doesn't know how to get the reaction. He's just saying words. He's not thinking about how the words affect the people who are watching. Yeah, he's uh, saying the words for takes, him. T- it takes a lot of time to understand what the words... psychology and... Yeah. yeah. Just, yeah. Even psychology. down to the verbiage, like, certain ways that you, you phrase sentences can have an mm-hmm. entirely different meaning or an Emphasis. entirely different reaction from people. Like, they say, you know, you can take a, a joke and it could be hilarious, but if it's worded the wrong way or has, yeah, the em- emphasis em- on the wrong... Emphasis! Syllable. Then you're screwed. Yeah. No laughs. Nope. No laughs for you. Hey, I mean, that, case in point, there is a clown gimmick that was a terrifying heel. All depends on how you work it. Yeah. Actually, Zach, for your case, uh, look up Doink the Clown, just so you can be frightened, D-O-I-N-K, just so that if you're bored, <laughs> look it up and be frightened. Which 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 version? Like exactly. Happy Doink or Evil Doink? But ha- even Happy Doink was like, I don't I don't like this guy. Yeah. Pulling it up now. Yeah, Actually, bull- that, that's just for him. Everybody who's watching yeah. knows Doink, but it's just yeah. like, be frightened. <laughs> I saw a picture of Bull Dempsey actually and during Halloween had his face painted. Did he? Like, like doing Monster pretty great. Liked his appearance today. Yeah. Um, so last thing I wanted to mention about Josh is we see you know his family and they talk about the family being uprooted both his daughter and um, his lady companion and um, this is something that I think a lot of the people who are at NXT have had to do but we haven't necessarily seen you know what goes on Mm-hmm. Outside of training, it's uh, it has to do with kind of an old rule. You don't bring your family into into the 
the business, yeah. so to speak. Yeah. So there's that nice line between this is my work and this is my family, and neither of them will necessarily meet each other. Yeah. But real quick, Zach, you don't have to put that on camera. I just wanted you to see Doink the Clown, because everybody else knows who everybody Doink is. Everybody should know who Doink is. looking frightening as hell. Yeah. Don't Sorry. worry, I am sufficiently uh, what scarred nightmares for are made of. Good, good. Go ahead and print that out and just post it around the studio. Yeah. I wasn't saying necessarily bringing people into well, the no, no, business, no. but... I'm not saying the, into the business. I'm saying... R- r- talking about them, referencing them, no, keeping it that. totally separate. Not even that. It's it's you know how much added pressure that brings on to you if you have a family and you have to provide for them and you are concerned about them moving across the country and so many other things that are going on while you also have to perform very well. And maybe Josh should talk about that. Yeah. Maybe he should say, I have... Uh, $250,000 but that money's going to run out and I know it's going to run out so I have to make more I, I have mean, to fight harder I have to I have to put myself out there and don't do all this just of, say that on those camera those are some of Kevin Owens strongest promos mm-hmm. People and he does it as a bad guy. People think of $250,000 as a prize. I think of it as a challenge because it's a step towards the rest of my life where I'm going to be, I have to make enough to support my family. So you better watch your ass because I'm coming for you. And just think about think about all of the other winners of Where's Tough Enough. Where's my contract? Sorry. Think of where all of the other winners of Tough Enough have gone. Maven. Actually, he was the most successful. And that was it. I mean, the only yeah. people that were in Tough Enough that are still on the main roster today, or I, Cameron's kind of in WWE, but Miz. The Miz. Miz. He didn't win. No, he didn't win. That's the thing is, it's the people people who don't win. It's just kind of a general, here, let's put everybody everybody in anyway, sort of a thing. Like, let's sign, like, Tough Enough. <laughs> it like, literally signed like everybody. out of, <laughs> most of the cast has gotten signed. Yeah. It's, it'll be interesting to see the trajectory of all of their careers. Who's exactly. going to make it to the main roster? Who has that passion? And and I hope Josh knows that he has the the worst chances of making it next to anybody else on that show. Yeah. And that, too, should fuel him. And maybe he should talk about that. I'm going to be the first winner of Tough Enough to, to win, win the World, World Heavyweight Championship. Because I'm better than all of them. Yeah. Yeah. Bigger, faster, stronger. Or whatever. I didn't win a quarter of a million dollars. I deserved it. Everyone right. knew I earned it. Yeah. It's, it's, um. And then they did that weird Chewbacca thing. It was like, Chewbacca. Right. It's a Wookiee. No, it's a Yeti. What's the same thing? <laughs> yeah, no, nobody likes that. I want to see more of that. I know, <laughs> I know we saw it during the tryout camp, but I want to see more of that meeting. Yeah. Those, those meetings that they yeah. have. Yeah. That gives so much insight into everything, mm-hmm. seeing their opinions on how people are progressing and ugh. and it frames the scene yeah like right. it, it's it's sort of like a well here you get to see how this person is thinking it's better than an aside um also uh, very much in chat more successful than maven john morrison totally forgot oh no oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah john yeah. yes he's just not with yes. the company anymore no yeah. but he also didn't win yeah right exactly yeah that's what we're saying yeah in terms of winners but uh yeah i got runner up if we got more of that uh I think that 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 gives fans so much more of a respect uh, for the people and what they're going through because Mm -hmm. they see, like, if something's not working, it's not necessarily on them or, like, they don't have direction. It's There's so many moving parts going into everything and you can't really criticize. And a lot of different opinions, too. Even in that meeting, everybody has a different opinion about one single person and how that person should be should be molded and what they should change. And it's it's just all of those opinions together that sort of create the, the person that you see on TV. It's, it's not one person. It's a group. It's a committee that decides it's one how of, this person One of my favorite things shaped. that WWE ever did was uh, it's, on, it's available on the network now, so you can watch it, was the uh, Legends Roundtable. Um, it took about st- they talked about stuff that was you know older, but you got to hear about the booking of the big Texas shows, you know, yeah. and and uh, so- stuff of that nature from all different perspectives. And this would just be a modern version of that because you got to see people in their element, and you got to hear stories, and and it's it all it all becomes sort of relative because it's like, well, I'm making this decision because of this reason, and you get to learn more about that person. Yeah, and and yeah. if you haven't watched any of those. Definitely go on to the network. 
We do have to move on to other people. Since we're we do. Still yeah. about oh, we were wrong. I, I wanted to talk about uh, Baron Corbin because while we've seen him in past weeks, we saw more of him uh, tonight. He talked about how he really enjoys getting booed and uh, he is kind of that lone wolf in real life. And I wanted to know whether you guys think that that's true or are they just kayfabing us still on breaking ground where he's going to see bands by himself and he likes to work out by himself and he's getting in fights with people over you know <laughs> facts of what happened at the Alamo well I, th- I don't think stuff like that happens like the Alamo stuff happens yeah. without a base relationship so like not not to say that they're super buddy buddy and he has best friends and everything but I don't he can't be by himself the whole time no one's ever by themselves a lot like I'm a very I'm a very reserved person, very quiet person, and I like to do things by myself. But no one, no man is an island, and I do I I do believe that 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 is a large part of no man is a nomad. No man is a nomad. Well, no, you can be a nomad, like, but you can't be. You got to be with other people, amongst other people. Mm. Like you can wander and not be connected, but you have to at least be around them. You have to soak them up when you're on the road with them like that. You've got to create some sort of dichotomy you have to talk to people you can't just not talk to people but i i think he's sort of a quiet guy and he goes out and does his own thing when he's when he's on the road and that's that's, that's pretty normal for, for a lot of different yeah, guys yeah this was, this was the road so like this wasn't them like at maybe going out after after a, like a takeover after a recording or full sales show or whatever this was we have a limited group of people here we've got more shows to do um, also, Austin's nightlife is super varied, and a lot of people can do a bunch of many different things. Just yeah. go to Sixth Street and try to yeah. make it down the street in one night. Um, but so I can I can understand in this respect whether it's for the show or not. He's just like, oh hey, I I really wanted to hit this one spot, um, so I'm gonna go do that. Everybody else have probably because he knew the band. Probably yeah, and I felt bad for him with that dude. Anytime. At any time, like sometimes fans get to be a little bit clean, just like, I guess you know. But that looks so staged, like a real world moment. Yeah. Like, you know, the. But I could tell the guy that was doing it was real. That guy was was drunk and belligerent. And he was attracted to the guy who had the camera on him. He's like, hey, we were filming. Oh, boy. Yeah. We got this going on. But that yeah. definitely felt like an MTV real world or Jersey Shore no, moment the, where they're the, just doing the it. Real the real world moment for me tonight was when uh, JJ went up to Breeze and was giving okay, him okay, stuff let's, about let's his shoes. That, 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 that was like, they're, they're so backstage, that was so JJ not even real. Yeah. <laughs> backstage, JJ uh, says to Tyler Breeze, just to recap it for people, he says, those look like amateur boots. Did you even do indies did you, before? No, you well, it wasn't that. No, did you do collegiate? Right. Yeah. It was just very like, oh, did you? Hey, just, that's great. Did you do collegiate? You were in like real wrestler shoes. Were you a real wrestler? Like that's. A, <laughs> he would have a known the answer to that question. B known that he wore boots until he switched to wrestling su- shoes. C he wouldn't have been talking to him where he was in the show at that time. Dude, that's not something you say, D, gorilla. You just don't say that to somebody. <laughs> yeah. So that that seemed like some that seemed like this was like the eighth time that they this is something that they that they talked to each other about. Yeah. And we just got to see. What one of them yeah. with no, no framing whatsoever. I think that was the producer going, "Hey, go go give him stuff about his shoes and you being a, like a real wrestler." <laughs> to, to, I nobody, mean, that's, nobody that's would do on that. Par it's, with gimmick, ah, uh, right? With but it's Jason you're, and Gable. this is the non-gimmick like, oh, show, and then all of a sudden we go, hey, "Go go be in gimmick." <laughs> like, it's like, "Hey, I heard in your match that everybody was chanting Gables. How, what was that? What was that yeah, like?" Yeah, like, like, just that that once that got brought up, it was less of them giving each other crap and just being oh they're just messing with each other why don't yeah. you just go cut, cut promos on each other for Christ's sake but when yeah. you also <laughs> and especially have, Pierce is right there I was I gonna know. say when you have the uh, the dramatic music behind it that changes the entire mood of a scene like something can be shot and it can be two people making fun of each other but if you have it cut more dramatically it's but the, it, it, that's it it's all in the editing and yeah. I don't want I don't want that to be the representation of of wrestling and the company well, at this that is, level. Well, I don't want them to think that they're all just eh, giving each other stuff. Right at Gorilla, but that's the <laughs> thing about about Breaking Ground is this isn't a show for everybody. This is a show where you have to pay ten dollars a month in order to watch it. So if you're not a fan of WWE, you're not watching this. And if you are watching this, you're like, 
oh, that's funny, and and that's not real. Like, I hope so. I hope so too. <laughs> but uh, did anybody think like so? Uh, Speaking Danny, of Adam Pierce, I was gonna say yes. really quick. Danny H in chat was like, and they were just like, so yeah, your shoes. What what about your shoes? Like they were just talking side by side and idle to each other. Like, oh yeah, they were t- they were chanting Gable during that match. Wasn't that like not even? They're not chanting for you. Hey, 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 feel about that? It was so just like it was bad. It was bad. Yeah. Oh, come but on, Adam Pierce, he was he was in charge. He ran the shows yeah. in, in Austin. Yeah. And he's, he's, he's not doing, doing a dang good job. How long has he been full-time? I think a year. Mm, less ooh, than that? Less than that. Because I saw his, his post about Austin. Right. Um, gosh, I forget. Um, but he's been working there more than six months. I know yeah. at least that. But probably closer to a year. Because it wasn't that long after he retired from the ring that he got hired by WWE. Yeah, it was, it was like within a couple months, right? Yeah. Um, so... Get all of this Somewhere stuff in, in there, but he's obviously he's got a good position. He's he's going on the road. And For dude, people at home who don't shows. know who he is, can you explain? Uh, Adam Pierce is basically the NWA's last great champion. Um, he yeah. he and Colt Cabana had their incredible series of matches that went to. I think by the end of it, it was eight eight matches because they did they did one one more after their seven. They had like a, a best of seven series and. Just made made that NWA championship worth something again, and uh, Adam Pearce has been a fixture at Hollywood backstage. He's given a lot of advice to a lot of different. He's people. on the flipping title belt. Yeah, he's on the belt, <laughs> which was pretty great when when I was carrying that around and I would see him and I was like, I don't want, do I have to give this back to him because <laughs> he's got his face on it. Um, but yeah, he's he's been instrumental uh, in a lot of different people's careers and and mine too he's Mm -hmm. he's got a hell of a mind and understands how how psychology works and where everything goes and he's he's just a a brilliant guy just bringing people like him to work for the company who they have that experience they wrestled they understand the industry and they understand how to teach people how to mentor people Mm -hmm. i think that's just only gonna help them grow and i think i like how with sarah stock at the top and adam pierce in this they're name checking people for the fans like because yeah. like, they're not giving them a sizable thing it's like here's somebody who's going to be on screen it adds we'll give clout you, to their brand that too yeah. but it's also we'll we'll tell you their name because we're sure that you want to know yeah. and we'll get back to them later you need you, you will see them more you need to see adam pierce wrestle if you haven't before you no. need to go see him wrestle look you need up. to watch all of the trainers watch them wrestle. If you aren't familiar with them, go and look them up because there's a reason they're in that position. There's a reason these people train other people. It's one thing to be a great champion. It's another thing to be able to teach people and understand this business. Yeah, you can, so you can go and watch speak them. to that too, just yes. starting out as a trainer. Yes. Go go watch people who understand yeah. this business and are training other people who are going to be something. And not because we're friends with him, but I do think that Ryan Katz does deserve more recognition and I want yeah. him to be as far as promo class because we've seen I mean we haven't even seen him we've heard his voice a couple times Big calling Josh. out fema- yeah. uh, people <laughs> for promos but he is so money on the mic like, I mean that's GQ money on the I mic I know right. he's the, uh, so freaking good and he can freestyle and he can improv and he is what is helping these guys with promo class so many so, people want to see him come in in a uh uh, a manager capacity on television. Like, he should be. There's so he many should. people who are He's too good. pushing for yeah. that. Um, but uh, actually, I texted Brandon this earlier this week. I, on one of the rags that I'm on, there was a, uh update on NXT promo <laughs> yeah. class. Oh, I did see that. You did yeah. see that? And it clicked on it. It was like, many people think that it's William Regal that runs class, but it's actually Ryan Katz, this, that, the other thing. And I, I do believe that Regal probably has invaluable advice as oh, well. Oh, definitely. 100%. 100% but, like, Many people don't know that Ryan was I Dusty's he second. Is, he is untouchable as far as promos go. Agreed. His creative mind is genius. Like from what a lot of people don't know of you know Adam Rose's posse mm-hmm. to you know like there's so many things that Flippin he has, he yeah. has a, a hand in, and I know that he yeah he did work very closely That's with the thing. Dusty it, Rose. He w- he was Dusty's second in command, and they were so close and and. So much of Dusty rubbed off on him that that's that's why yeah. he was he was chosen to continue. Yeah. Pro- and the promo type class. of person that just wants to see everyone succeed. Exactly. Yeah. So so I hope that he gets name checked soon too. 
I, I can't see why he wouldn't. Yeah. He's there. He's obviously there. Hopefully, Who's, Whose voice is that that you won't show on camera? Hopefully we'll get that. <laughs> Most at the, people probably don't know. Or, but I hope we'll should, get that at though. the top of they the next should. show, like we did with Sarah today. Hopefully we'll get that uh, when everybody's giving Josh notes. Yeah. Because he's sitting next to the camera. He's yeah. in the director's chair. I mean, we know that because we see him. Right. But not necessarily everybody knows that. Um, let's talk about the Texas dates for a little Texas. bit. Texas! We talked about it for a second, but we see them uh, getting off the plane, taking pictures with fans, mm-hmm. doing autograph signings, uh, and then we saw a little bit of the shows that they put on, as well as there was one match that Tyler Breeze did, and we saw Drake catch his phone, which I that thought was, was such a <laughs> cool moment that they caught that on camera and included it in the show because I hadn't heard about that. Yeah, I hadn't heard about it. And Drake singing uh, uh, Tyler Breeze's intro with, in the middle of the ring. Yeah. So good. That was so <laughs> I good. I don't know how they got the, the sound the for that. things that you don't see, and that makes you realize that these people are so passionate about the product that they're putting on, and they're yeah. also having fun, too, while doing it. The wrestlers when they're wrestling have the most fun of anybody but most people don't understand what that's like because we don't we don't show you that and that's that's for us yeah. that that is our moment and our time to enjoy ourselves and you can enjoy what we create but there's certain things that happen that we don't tell you about they're just for us <laughs> i think i think they might have had greg mic'd Probably. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Or or they might have turned up the, the house mic a very little bit and, well, and had that audio tied up. They audio. weren't taping these for anything other than... Themselves. Themselves, yeah. for breaking ground, yeah. right? Yeah. I think they might have used some of the tag matches in... They, uh, they had some, some footage for, for um, packages, but yeah. aside from that, not right. really anything too much. During the Texas trip, we see a little bit more from Apollo Crews, mm-hmm. and we already know he has been working in the Indies for 10 years before he came to NXT. He gets to see his sister at one of the shows for the first time in years. Awesome. And I think that that just shows how much a lot of the wrestlers in WWE have sacrificed. Like, you give and up wrestlers in seeing your family. Yeah. You give up, yeah, so many things. Um, it's it's. I know his family, in particular, is very spread out. Mm-hmm. Um and I, his sister said the last time that she saw him was, was when Japan? he was in Japan because I'm sure she was stationed in in Japan because she's in the military. Oh, in Okinawa probably. Probably. Mm-hmm. So it was it was something like that. And I, it, his family's very spread out, and he himself travels a lot. So I'm sure he doesn't get to see everybody that he wants to see as often as he does. So when you have the opportunity, when you're in the same town as somebody, you have to make that effort and include them. And mm-hmm. I'm I'm glad that that the show itself could accommodate. Uh, having his family come in and him being able to to spend and some time. Same with thing them. with Corbin and his cousin and his and his nephew. Yeah, or second nephew or whatever. Whatever. Either that way. made me and I'm sure a lot of other people really have a soft spot for Corbin because yeah. when he was showing around his nephew and then his he gets a text message where the nephew wanted to beat up. Someone. <laughs> So yeah, like that's that's where you're you're start like we have this image so far in the show anyway. We have this image of Baron Corbin as this guy who doesn't really want to be talked to or he's he's by himself a lot and now it's like you get to see you get to see a little bit of his family and what he cares about right so that lets you in a little bit and i think we're going to be seeing that a little bit more and a little bit more into the into the series so you can understand where he's coming from and why he's doing this so he he himself will have an an arc yeah so you're, it'll, you're, it'll make it more interesting. Yeah, so yeah. They're, they're probably putting it on really forcefully and then slowly peeling it away throughout. But does that hurt his on-screen persona? I don't think so. Really? Okay. No, because his like my because then you could be like my family doesn't even watch wrestling. Yeah, they're just they're just here to help me pay my check. But it's I don't know. Does it take? We don't a, know yet. We does don't know it? Yet. Does someone's likability in a different aspect take away from their heat? In Kevin in, Owens in ring. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Like Kevin Owens is is the perfect example of many things, which is a problem because <laughs> <laughs> we don't have anybody else to say than Kevin Owens. Yeah, because yeah, he's he's really blazing so the trail. Because because you you look at his Twitter feed and he, on one thing he's got I miss them every day that I'm not with them. Picture of his wife, his kids, his dog, yeah. and, and everything. And then the next one he's like, you spelled it's like <laughs> it has a has an apostrophe in it. You you flip and clod yeah. like and then block and so then it's just <laughs> like but it's him trolling the internet for things about him it's not even like the insult wasn't even uh 
in his at mentions, he yeah. just searched his own name and then yeah. found yeah. Uh, What yeah. a jerk. <laughs> but he loves his family. Yeah. And you're like, oh, he loves his family. What an ass. <laughs> yeah. uh. One of the last things I want to mention from the Texas trip is we see Carmela and Cass shopping for hats, hats and, and boots. boots. <laughs> um, and we just get an insight to how they're preparing for... Uh, the Texas shows and uh, so the chat was going about it because a couple people were saying it. Are they trying are they, to are they trying to imply that these dating? two are dating? I mean, she called them babe. She a calls times, everybody babe, but that like it looked. I don't know. I don't he know. looked so good in that hat. <laughs> and then I so think he good. said something about her looking great. Yeah, yeah, sure. I don't know. I mean, they're they're kind of off together. They didn't really and even went, imply anything. Nah, but it's, it's just like they're t- the they're, implication of a male and a female being off together. Sort of is its own thing. You so have what to, are, are Ty and Breeze dating too? No, I'm just kidding. Maybe no, I've, I've had Canadian. guy friends that I will go shopping with or whatever, and it's mm. platonic. But I think totally. that there was an undeniable chemistry between the two. I don't know if they are dating, but like that's also good if you're in a, a tag or partnership or managing someone to have good chemistry, whether it's a, a friend thing or. Or otherwise, yeah, uh, it it can be a little tricky though. <laughs> if you if if, uh, if there's anything to be said about on screen relationships and and real life relationships in the wrestling business, it's that stuff gets pretty weird pretty quick. Yeah. I do hope they address it. <laughs> yeah. It, uh, yeah, it might be a tease for later in the season. Yeah, I the one thing about Texas in this episode as a whole is that there was so much that happened. I feel they could have stretched this for at least two to three episodes. They could have really. They could have done a little bit. They could have split halfway through Austin and then done right. Austin and, and yeah. D- Dallas. Yeah, sure. we did get a little bit of like, and just a sh- stone's throw away is the side of WrestleMania 32. Who's going to be here next year? <laughs> Which was kind of hopeful, but it's like episode three. You're already pointing at the WrestleMania sign. Like, come on! I think that was a tweet that CM Punk had the other day. Uh, yeah, I point at the it, sign. They really love they really it when you like point that. at the sign. I forgot, I forgot who that was, but I saw <laughs> yeah. that. I think it's only eight episodes. So Breaking Ground is only eight? Breaking really? Ground. Really? I thought it was I, ten. Maybe it's ten. I thought it was eight, but I can't see them not uh, doing another season of this. Yeah, it's just when they start and when they finish. Like, this seems to be revolving around some some milestone events. Um, and how is the next season going to find those milestones as well? Yeah. It's well, I think tough. that they, Dude, they it's not growing. about finding milestones. I think that they purposely not create the milestones, but having Tyler go up to the main roster as they're still filming, I think that he was eventually going to go up to the main roster, but it might have been pushed a little bit earlier. Not lucky. I think that, yeah. you know, there are a lot of things that happened during this time specifically for Shroud. Well, then he's he's just been so damn consistent. That's the thing. Mm. I mean, that's what you always look for in a guy who's who's going to be in any sort of position where yeah. they're going to have the camera on them is consistency. And that's one thing we got from the Texas tour is all of the matches were great. There wasn't one hiccup that they, they really pointed to no. in any of the events. Uh, all of them were sold out. It was consistency. And that's what you really need. I mean, it's because NXT is the best, and everything's going to sell out. And we, and speaking of NXT, we do have to watch today's episode. That's true. We'll say that. Well, this was a great episode of Breaking Ground. I liked the preview for next week. Yeah, looking forward to it. And I think it's set up for the opposite of Josh with ZZ. Because you saw ZZ's struggling physically, but I think he's going to get on the mic and and blow some, hopefully blow some people away. And then seeing, I'm really interested in seeing the relationship between Mojo and Zack Ryder. Yeah. yeah, just like he's tra- he's traveling with the main roster and comes down and does like small NXT stuff every now and again. It's hard when you don't see your boyfriend. Serious? I mean, mm-hmm. you're telling me. I know. Um, so, <laughs> but yeah, I, I think it'll be interesting, especially since they're wrestling today. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I have to mention uh, thank you to Crispy Does It All in iTunes for rating us five stars. If you have 30 seconds, go over to iTunes, type in Breaking Ground. You can find our after show for it and give us a five-star rating, and we'll love you forever. Uh, comment below in the chat. Let us know what you think of the after show. Do we, do we want to talk? Are, are we going to go forward with that contest we were talking about? Should we discuss it? Or? Should, well, no. I mean, it's essentially down. We have everything done. So okay. if you want 
if you want. If uh, you so want. here's here's what's going down. Thank you for that iTunes comment. It gave us an idea. We need to, we want to get this out there. We want to get up there. Our NXT after show is if you search for WWE and podcasts, we're number three. Yeah. Um, so first of all, give that a review if you haven't yet. But for Breaking Ground, this is new. We don't know if they're going to get a second season, but we've got great guests like Brittany last week. We're, we're going to try to get some more. Um, but we need iTunes reviews for that. So if you go to iTunes, you leave us a review. Be honest. It doesn't have to be five stars. If there's something that we can improve on, we can do that. That's what this show is about. Uh, if we get 20 reviews, if we get 20 reviews, we're going to give away something from the nxteam.spreadshirt.com, which includes Solomon Krang, Hug Bailey Hug, I'm a Kathy Kelly guy, I'm a hobo, Smark, a lot of, a lot of different fun designs. Shout out to everyone who's been wearing that I'm a Kathy Kelly guy We got shirt. three people so Someone far picking up. Someone in Manchester at the Raw yep. show that was added awesome. on so, Steve Howard. International shipping's a thing. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so it doesn't matter where you are, whether you're from Brazil uh, who's someone in the chat who just joined is, is from, from Sao, Brazil. Sao Paulo. Um, so yeah, uh, we're we're doing that. Tell your friends if if you have people that watch the NXT show but don't watch Breaking Ground yet, tell them and uh, also uh, send them to our iTunes. We we want to give this away. We'd, we 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 got so much. We 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 can't contain it all. <laughs> we're just giving it away. I can't hold all of this NXT merchandise. <laughs> so yes, leave us some reviews and we'll we'll do that giveaway. We're going to keep an eye on it and hopefully before the end of the season we can give something away. Yes. Yay. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you guys again for joining us for this episode. In the meantime, feel free to talk with us about uh, everything that happened, Breaking Ground, NXT, wrestling in general, or just other stuff. Where can they find you, Brandon? They can find me at CWFH Training on Twitter. And if you want to know how to learn how to wrestle, that's the place to do it. Message me there and uh, we can teach you how to wrestle. Buy a shirt at nxteam.spreadshirt.com because if you're a Kathy Kelly guy, you really need to tell other people that you're a Kathy well, Kelly guy. Well, don't tell them, show them. Or if right. you're a cat, or well, if you're the best Kathy way to Kelly do it is with large print. We have Kathy Kelly girl and Kathy Kelly guy. That's right. So we do we do have those available. Um, we're putting up new stuff all the time at nxteam.spreadshirt.com. If we say something stupid, it usually goes up there. Um, <laughs> like pun, 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 repeat. Uh, thinking about that. Uh, so, yes, nxteam.spreadshirt.com. Follow me on Twitter, at SoapboxMark, doing a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, Force Awakens is coming out, so make sure to follow us on <laughs> Jedi Alliance, Jedi underscore Alliance, and we're doing a watch-along tomorrow for episode four. So if you're not doing anything in the morning, uh, watch Star Wars with us. Kathy Kelly. That's fun. You can find me on Twitter at Katherine Kelly, on Instagram at Kathy Kelly, and of course here doing the NXT and Raw after show. So check those out, and we will see you again for another Breaking Ground after show next week. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.